Welcome back, everybody, to Nutty Buddy Sports. I am your host, Ryan, and on today's episode, we are just going to have a, a reaction podcast to the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl winners, the Chiefs. The Chiefs won the game, 38-35, and to do that with me, I have my brother on, Eric. Eric, how's it going? Pretty good. Pretty good. Okay, so that was a game, huh? Oh, yeah, at least a good game. That's I was excited about the fact that it was a good game most of the game. Yeah, ups and downs. So just to kind of give the game flow, it really, you know, and we'll just talk about up to halftime, right? 24-14, Chiefs did miss a field goal. And then all of a sudden the Chiefs come back 38-35. So it was a, a, a great uh, win by the Chiefs. Uh, so let me ask you your thoughts just generally, basically. How do you feel about the game overall? Overall, I enjoyed the game. It was uh, competitive. I had zero horse in the race. I did not care in the slightest. I picked wrong mentally, just so everybody knows. I thought the Eagles were going to win, but um, uh, I, I, I still um, – it was a good game. That's what I was hoping for with the Super Bowl. And um, uh, just uh, two, two really good teams going at it, though, that's for sure. And I have no idea what a catch is. Yeah, nobody knows what a catch is. That's fair. Uh <laughs> I, I agree. It was a really good game. Um, the uh, sort of ebb and flows. I, I just felt like, I mean, we'll get into individual players, but I mean, I was very impressed with Jalen Hurts because you're kind of like wondering whether he could do it on that big of a stage, like just be that good. He's playing the best team. I think they basically played all year, uh, which is the second best team. I will tell you on the podcast, I picked the Eagles to win, uh, but I was rooting for the Chiefs because of Patrick Mahomes, obviously. Uh, but um, I didn't care who won, uh, honestly, just because both teams are kind of, I like the Chiefs, I like Mahomes, and then the Eagles are kind of fresh, you know, and, and that story with Jalen Hurts, trading for A.J. Brown, you know, doing the things they need to do to get better. That defense was excellent. I thought... I thought it had a potential to be sort of like the Peyton Manning Broncos against the Seattle Seahawks where the defense were just going to be so overwhelming that it could end up being like a 23 to three game almost. Uh, but man, Patrick Mahomes and that, that chiefs team, their game plan, the way they came out in the second half, it was, it was, it was uh pretty impressive to witness. And you got to give, I feel like you have to give all the credit almost to not all the credit, obviously players have to perform, but they're coaching the offensive game plan for the chiefs. I mean, Tooney and um, uh, who was the other guy that got the wide open touchdown in the same exact movement play where they, they like, I didn't know oh, like when more got wide open. They did the short yeah. motion and then they thought they were going to go inside, but they just went outside and nobody followed them out there. And it's just like, they called the play twice, got it both times. And it's just like, such a good offensive game plan. I, I want to know what the Eagles defenders were doing, but like that just, it, it's hard to stop an offense in general anyways, within one yard out, but it also is hard to stop an offense when, you know, you got nobody on their wide receivers. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, So let's, let's talk about some of the individual players and then maybe we'll talk about the MVP Patrick Mahomes and maybe even if we have a different guy that we just want to give a shout out to, but I just want to focus maybe on, Jalen hurts for a second because man, there was some throws he made that I was like, how did he fit that in there? Like, like you, you only expect like Aaron Rodgers or Patrick Holmes to make those throws. Uh, not only was his passing incredible, um, 
his he he rushed for three touchdowns with for 70 yards. So how how impressed were you with uh Jalen Hurts' performance here on Super Bowl 57? He showed he belonged. I mean, beyond beyond like he had one bad play. Well, I mean, there was that bad throw that could have been picked, but I mean, mm. overall, he had one bad play, which is when he tried to switch hands and he dropped the ball and then they got returned for a touchdown. But outside of that, he pay- played pretty flawlessly, you would have to say. I mean, he, he did really well. Um, he looked all the bit a part of a quarterback that can also run the ball. And that Eagles offensive line on QB sneaks uh, is like – if you want three yards, just just do a QB sneak because apparently they're going to get three yards every single time. It's it, and the Chiefs knew it was coming and couldn't do anything about it. Nothing. Can, can we illegal like what is it, make that play illegal where they all bunch up and then like the tight end and running back pushes on the quarterback's back and they like it's a like you said it's always going to be three yards. There's like no, <laughs> there's just no um. To me, it's there's no talent to it because you're just gonna, I don't know. It, anyway, I, I just after like the third time seeing it yesterday, I'm like, can we get rid of this play? Because I just thought it was, it's almost like a cheat code. It's just like it's not very fair. It, the, the defense has no way to respond because obviously the offense is going to have the initial push knowing the snap count, but then you also get like the second push behind that push with the two running back and tight end. I don't know. I just, I'm not a big fan of that play. Honestly, <laughs> the, the one, I think the play you're specifically talking about is where like they stopped Jalen hurts actually a little early. And then they get, he got that little push over the line, the first hour. Yeah. Line. Every time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Didn't you see the two chiefs defenders that were like, in a like, they might've been like safeties, but they were just standing behind the play they weren't pushing the pile yeah yeah you like the question i'm not saying that it would have stopped it by any means let me make sure that's clear i don't know if it would have but every one of the eagles players were in that pile pushing it forward why yeah. wouldn't every one of the chiefs players be trying to push it the other direction i'm not saying it would have stopped it for sure but like in reality you got to try that's what you should have tried yeah um, not it's almost like a, like, hey, my friends are all pushing. Let's just watch it. Yeah, yeah. It's like tug of war. <laughs> if only, <laughs> you know, 12 guys are pulling on one side and only nine on the other. It's the, the, the 12 guys are likely to win. But yeah, anyway, uh, yeah, that that that's a play that's a foolproof, bulletproof play. Like it, it's always going to work. So I just wonder if like they'll change something about that. Um, But besides that, like, um, I, yeah. Hurts belongs, right? Like that's obvious. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Um, no, he, he proved he was a good quarterback. Um, I, I mean, I, it, you got to see that he doesn't have that. I mean, he, even the deep ball wasn't too bad. Like it wasn't great, but it wasn't too bad. Um, uh, I thought he looked really every bit of the part as uh, he was there talking about him. Like he was a solid quarterback that can run and he was definitely playing really solid at the quarterback position. And then you add, like you said, that 60, 70 yards rushing, whatever it was with, three touchdowns and it was impressive. You, you got to give him, give him props. He looked really good. Yeah. Now on the other side, I just wanted to mention because what, what I thought really changed like the game or decided the game was obviously the Eagles offense moved the ball pretty, pretty good. I think they only punt the ball two or three times. I think it was twice, but the chiefs both had the big special team play. That was almost a punt return for a touchdown. And then they also that, that got them to the five yard line. And then they also had the defensive play. 
and, and did that one for a touchdown and almost had another one. And I think really that decided it. it see, it's interesting because we we built up the the Eagles defense all week. Um, and, and obviously on, on the last podcast, we talked about how the Eagles haven't really played many good quarterbacks. But really, it was the Eagles defense that I think let down the offense because they didn't like do anything, especially in the second half. I don't think they stopped the Chiefs one time. I, overall, I don't think the Eagles defense did very good at all. I mean, they left, you know, besides those two plays I was just talking about where they left that little that receiver open on the little out route or whatever you want to call it. But Kelsey was in the beginning of the game was open like six times when they threw it to him. Maybe I'm exaggerating the number a little bit, but he, he had nobody within 10 yards of him. And that's Travis Kelsey. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like that's the best offensive weapon outside of Patrick Mahomes for the Chiefs. <laughs> um, so yeah. it's like, and I didn't feel like Patrick Mahomes was under that much duress. He had some mm. pressure. Don't get me wrong. But like overall, I felt like he didn't have to test his ankle that much. There's a couple plays he did, of course, but overall, I didn't think he was, I don't think he was moved around as much as he should have been. And that made me like, that's like, where's your pass rush guy? So, I mean, I guess more credit to the Chiefs offensive line, but still. Yeah, that's the the unsung hero, I think, of the game is the offensive line of the Chiefs, right? They kept, so one sack. For, for the Eagles. So they only got to Patrick Mahomes one time. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes also buys time. So you have that element. But not only that, but they averaged six yards a carry on the ground. Uh, Pacheco, who had an amazing like game running the football, he runs so strong. I really like him. He was 15 uh, carries for 56. I mean, I'm sorry, 76 yards, 5.1 yards average a carry, a touchdown. And even McKinnon, who only had four carries, he had 34 yards, 8.5 yards a carry. So the offensive line not only pass protect very well, but they also were able to move the ball very consistently on the ground. And I think that's really why part of the reason why the Chiefs offense uh, was was good enough to win this game. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, no, I would agree 100% with that. Um, I didn't feel like there was that much uh, Mahomes magic this game. Like, yeah. I mean, he had that one scramble that he did really well on his bad ankle, but like, I don't feel like there was that any jumping sideways, throwing the other direction 50 yards and somehow completing the pass. In fact, when he did try a fancy play, it almost got picked off. Um, and uh, then the other one was just a short throw that when he tried to throw across his body, I I don't feel like there was so like if it wasn't any amazing plays by Mahomes, then you got to give credit to the offensive line because he just did what a quarterback should do. He I mean he made smart throws, but like I didn't feel like it was any any magical moments by any means in that game. Yeah, and and I agree with that, and that's why it's like Hurts to me was the most imp- impressive player on the field yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um. But Mahomes played the uh, played um, the way that the defense was allowing him to play, and he did it effectively. And you know that's kind of boring at times, but that's what you need to do to win. And that's something that he didn't do last year against Cincinnati, and why they lost to the Bengals in that 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 AFC Championship game because he was trying to do more than what the defense was giving him. This game, he showed that he was willing to take everything that the defense was giving him. He only had six incompletions. He had three touchdowns. He he played very well. Now, 
just on the other end, the offensive line for the Eagles, they played okay too. Um, I think Hurts, you know, he was in trouble. Spagnola's defense did its job as far as getting pressure, but, you know, Hurts got out of pressure. He got only got sacked twice. But where you could see there was a difference where I think the Chiefs uh, – the question was, what were the Chiefs going to do? Because the Eagles could run the ball and they could pass the ball, right? So you got to take one of those away. And they went with the run game. Now, Hertz had a good time running the ball. Now, not all that was uh, design runs, but Gainwell, Sanders, and Scott, they combined for, let's see, I'm going to do quick max, 17 carries for only 44 yards. 17 carries for 44 yards. So the rushing... For the Eagles, the run game was just not there yesterday. I think that was a good job by the Chiefs defense to at least take that element away from the uh, the Eagles. Yeah, but you know, even saying that, it's not like they stopped the Eagles. Like, no, I mean, no, I know, I, I know you're, not <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. So it's like you're like, yeah, you give the Chiefs credit for stopping the run game, but it's not like um, some sorry um, 49ers uh, players being sad. Say you take away the running, you 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 you're gonna have an easy time against the Eagles. Sorry, that really bugged me with the Niners. Uh, but it was all <laughs> whining about saying all the negative things possible about the Eagles. Um, Shout out, Clint. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I don't dislike the Niners. I just dislike their attitude after that game. I'm like, come on, guys, you lost, move on. But anyway, that was not what I was talking about. <laughs> um, uh, the thing is that Jalen Hurts proved he's a good quarterback. I mean, they put up 34 points. Yeah. Uh, 30. Five points, sorry, thirty-five yep. points. I apologize, and almost should have been in a position to give it a shot. If um, it, you know, like it, it was a very good job by the Eagles' offense. The Chiefs took away the run game, but they didn't stop the offense. I mean, yeah. the Eagles moved almost every single. They barely, like you said, punted twice. I mean, they did really good. Their team did really well, and. and Honestly, you know, like Hertz is probably kicking himself about switching hands and losing the ball uh, for a touchdown because I mean, it, it wasn't it, that was the that and the often the special team played by Tooney there. Those were the two plays that decided the game by all means. I mean, obviously, there's more in it, but that's the that, those were the two big plays. So the Eagles did really well. Yeah, and what I would say is like even though the the Eagles moved the ball, um, they did it in a way that's like a modern style offense where they get the fourth and short and they keep going for it. Otherwise, like the defense actually did do a good job of getting uh the the Eagles to fourth down, right? Like they they did that a lot of times. I, I wonder if that might be a stat here. I'll find, but it was it was just that they couldn't stop them on fourth down, and sometimes it's play calling too because like they they're like okay, it's third and five, we're gonna run up the middle planning on going for it on fourth down. So I get that part of it too, but um, they could not uh, be stopped on fourth down. And because of that, they were let's see here, fourth down efficiency, two for two. They went for it more than two times, right? I don't think so. They, they must've, they must've had third and ones because man, I thought we've seen that play like a thousand times. I feel like they no, went it for it a thousand many. times on fourth down or something like that. Anyway, but yeah, uh, third and longs that also the Chiefs, I mean, the Eagles were able to complete, which was pretty, pretty amazing. Um, that one, I think it was like third and 14 where he threw that pass to Goddard on the sideline right oh. over the defender. And uh, it was that was like the best throw of the game by Hurts. I just like it was amazing. That might have been the best throw of the game. Hands Not down. Hands down. I mean, uh, like. 
who would have thought that today we would have said that the best throw was by Jalen Hurts? Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, that, I mean, don't like that was a beautiful throw, but yeah, no, no. The, the, see, that's the thing is like the Chiefs only, I mean, the Eagles did not actually go. Th- I didn't think they went through it for it a ton of times on fourth down, obviously, mm. too. But the two, like, <laughs> I thought it was you know, more. <laughs> yeah, it felt like more because they did a lot of QB sneaks, but that's they're it. doing the QB sneaks because. Hey, three yards. We can do this. Yeah, I'm surprised it doesn't call the play every play of the game because you know if they do that all the time, it might be a lot of fourth downs. But they're getting three yards every time. <laughs> That's one way to win a game. Okay, <laughs> Patrick Mahomes MVP. You good with that? Yeah, I am. Um, you got to give it to the winning team. Um, I would have been okay with it if they would have gave it to that guy who caused technically caused a strip sack fumble of and then got it. Uh, not sack, but stripped the ball, got the ball, and returned it for a touchdown. I would have been okay with that. I would have also been okay with um the running back, um Pacheco. Yeah, yeah. But in the end, it was Mahomes. He should have got the MVP. He played. He played well. Not he, he played really good. He played like Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, and he like and he made a couple key plays like he always does. So it's like you can't. I, I feel like you can't argue that. Yeah. Bolton, um, which is the the player you're talking about, Bolton, uh, Nick Bolton. Yeah. He had eight solo tackles and that touchdown. And if it wasn't for the other, there was another time where he almost had another touchdown, but the pass was ruled incomplete. I think maybe if he got that second touchdown, he probably would have been the MVP. But uh, because I think it was so well balanced throughout the stat line and Mahomes has three touchdowns, his QBRs at 96.4 out of a hundred. You have to give it to Patrick Mahomes. So I'm with you on that. Well, and he, I mean, what did he do wrong? Like, Nothing. Like, <laughs> like, like, yeah, granted you could say, what about that one guy with the turn touchdown for the, you know, whatever. And it's like, well, yeah, he, he, he stripped and he got the ball and that was a great play, but Mahomes didn't do anything not to get MVP. Like he didn't play bad at all. Yeah. Uh, and like if you sorry if you get two defensive touchdowns in an MB in an uh in um the Super Bowl and you don't get MVP, I'm gonna go up to wherever they decide this and slap the person because if you got if you would have got that second defensive touchdown and he wouldn't have got a uh, Super Bowl MVP, I would have been really mad because two defensive touchdowns for one player. I mean that never happens any game. You'd be you'd yep. be fortunate to get two in a year, and if you get in the Super Bowl, that's a thing. I would have loved to see Tooney get that touchdown yes me too and i would have loved to see him get mvp because of it yeah that would have been interesting because that would have been a second touchdown and that would have been a really big one too yeah and and it would have been one less for Mahomes, so mahomes would only had two instead of three so yeah Yeah. that that would have been interesting um last but like i said in the end mahomes didn't do anything to lose it can't be upset about it yeah any um any other players that you're like, hey, this is a sneakily like a low key MVP that you you could think of that we haven't mentioned yet that you'd like to mention for the Chiefs or even a player that you're impressed with on the Eagles that you're like, hey, I just want to give him a shout out. Well, I mean, I loved how um, Juju Smith-Schultz came alive later on. Me, me and you are on the same wavelength. We got <laughs> no more podcasts together. No more podcasts. <laughs> yeah, no, but he, he did really well. He he, he, proved he was worth his signing. Yeah. Um, he did really well. I loved how he played in the, the final stretch of the game. I loved how Devontae Smith played that whole entire game. Yeah. And A.J. Brown shows why he's very, you know, very good. 
Like he's probably like I mean he was he 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 didn't like I don't I don't think he did anything super special, but that one play where he tracked that ball for the touchdown for that deep pass, I'm just like and I, all I could think of is I know I texted you and said and Madden that's an interception. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> um, um, but you, you could see why one player plays offense and one player plays defense because that one guy could not find where that ball went and AJ Brown had a bean line like he knew exactly where it was going. Yeah, yeah, no, that was great. Yeah, the the receiving core Dallas Goddard too with a couple of amazing catches. I want to give him a shout out. We already talked about one. Yeah. Um. <laughs> But yeah, I I thought Juju showed up when it mattered. I think in the second half is where he got most of his targets and catches, and he was just open. He got open, and I was when when we were previewing the podcast. Uh, I mean, the Super Bowl on my last podcast. That's what I said. I said there needs to be another skilled position player besides Travis Kelsey that will show up when it matters. Uh, and that's a catcher, not not Pacheco, but a catcher of the football. And and I felt like Juju was that guy. So that's um, that was pretty good by him. Um, OK. Let's uh, let's real quick talk about the last play, because I don't know if you well, not the last play. That was the field goal, but uh, or the um, hurts. What did they do? Uh, a failed uh, Hail a Mary. Hail Mary. Yeah, yeah. That, that didn't get close to the end zone. So but there was a. I don't know if you remember seeing a controversial call, obviously, that led to the the field goal. And uh, the guy afterwards, I think it was Bradbury who who got penalized. He said he did hold um, the the receiver and that uh, he thought he, he they would let it slide. But and then there was a picture circulating of him actually holding like the jersey was being tugged. So. Uh, I guess what what are your thoughts on that? Like that play, it, it so, kind of decided the game a little bit. But I yeah, this is what I hate. I want to make sure everyone know, uh, anyone that is they didn't call holding on him earlier in the game on a play that to me was clearly holding. Okay, I forget the exact play, but it was a third down play. And he, okay, I think I remember he, talking yeah, about yeah. yeah. And then the Chiefs punted. I thought that was clear holding. That play was more egregious than the last play of the game. Yeah. Not last play of the game, sorry, but that that the the big call at the end of the game. Yeah. Okay. But it was holding. Yeah. Everyone who's saying it wasn't, it was. First of all, you could have it where his arms were wrapped around the guy, looking like he was giving him a hug. Yes, he didn't lift him, but his arms were definitely wrapped around him. You seen the jersey pull, and he had his hand on the other hip. So that's by definition holding. Yeah. I hate that it was called because right. to me. You know, if you don't call the first one, you don't call this one. Um, but in the end, I just dislike that a penalty helped decide the game. So, so it, yeah, I, I sort of agree with you and I also disagree with you. So first of all, on that holding call, like be consistent. You're right throughout the game. So the question really is, did the ref let it go the first time or they just didn't catch it? Because remember, they're watching multiple things on the field. They're not, mm-hmm. not every there isn't a ref watching every single wide receiver corner. They're kind of just watching a general space, right? So if, if they just look at the right time, they might not have seen the hold and then couldn't throw the flag where this time they saw the hold. Um, The hard part is, is was the ball overthrown? It looked a little overthrown, but it's hard to say because if he wasn't being tugged, could he have gotten there? You know what I'm saying? The the holding matter on an overthrow. 
pass interference does. No, it does. It it doesn't. You're right. But except because the flag is thrown before you find out the results of the play, except like that would change my mind a little bit too. like whether I want that to decide the game or not, because here's the thing. Yeah, Yeah, because here's the thing is. By not calling a penalty, you're you're also deciding the game because you're you're giving the Eagles a chance to win a game that they would not if by you not calling the penalty they I mean by you calling the penalty they wouldn't have a chance obviously at what we seen what happened you know what I'm saying so so it works both ways if it's illegal you gotta call it that's my like I I understand letting players play but I don't think you should let them cheat <laughs> you know so like it's like hail marys are so dumb because there's always pass interference on hail marys like all the time people are getting pushed tackled the ground and they never throw a flag and it's like well that's stupid why do we even do this play because it's it's like basically a scrum match in the back of the end zone so i don't know i agree with you but i also disagree because i just feel like I get why you don't want that to be called. I don't want that to be called because I would rather it be entertaining. You know what I'm saying? And it was a lack of entertainment now because, you know, now they kneel three times, kick the field goal, win the game. Whereas we get to see Jalen Hurts. But that them not calling that, they could have decided the game by, like, what if they would have caught the touchdown? Now you got to go down and score a touchdown instead of a field goal. That's much harder than scoring a field goal, right? So, in essence, it's like refs are in no-win situations in those moments because you swallow the whistle, people yell at you, and if you don't swallow the pit whistle, people yell at you. So what are you going to do? Yeah, I get what you're saying on that. I do. Um, I just don't like it because it was, I like consistency, and that was my mm-hmm. biggest issue. That's why I think they should have held the uh, thing. Now, some would say that that draw their attention to holding more except they accidentally missed that one. So that's why it was, they called it on that one because not like a makeup call, but it, it's like, you know, if you know a player starts like, um, if you know a player starts doing something, you're going to keep an eye on for that something. So like if someone does something wrong, you're going to keep a closer eye on it. So it could have been just that. Um, I just, I didn't think, and I, this is where I kind of agree that uh, the whole catchable, non-catchable thing, though it doesn't matter on a holding, so it really shouldn't affect the call. Yeah. It did look kind of far away, so I don't yeah. think the receiver would have got there either way. Right. But it's just that, as a defender, you can't, you don't want to give the ref the position to call that play. That's the thing, is like, I felt like because it was such a little hold, like it wasn't a full blown hold. Yeah. I don't feel like he really did it. Like in the end, I don't feel like he affected the play of the receiver that much. So like he would have been there even without the hold. So why do it? Yeah. Um, so I sort of agree with that as well. The The other question is, and, and we don't have to talk about this or get into it. Is there a way like you can like, okay, not not such a harsh penalty for something like that it's hard because then it's all subjective but like it would have been better to be like okay instead of an automatic first down why don't we do third and five give give them three yards where which were i think the holding took place well i think it was actually behind behind i don't remember if it was behind the line of scrimmage or like two yards above it but you give them three yards, third and five, you get, get another play. That that to me would be almost more fair than be like, okay, you held him before he broke, you know, beyond the line of scrimmage or close to the line of scrimmage. Why not just, you know, 
I don't know. I I guess I'm just spitballing on the air, you know, on the podcast right now. But just just something a little lighter so that it doesn't. You still give the offense an opportunity, but you don't destroy the defense in a way that like ruins a game, kind of like this. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, but and I want to make something clear. That didn't cost the Eagles the game. Oh no, you're right. It was the, just one the play. The bad punt coverage and the bad punt cost them a game. Yeah, because that was a terrible line drive punt. That and then Tooney made a great play and almost got it. They got it within the ten yard line or whatever it was really quickly. So they had it. They were already in field goal range. Correct. Yep. So like it was a it wasn't a great call, but that's not what decided the game by any Correct. means. Yeah. Um. It just that it gave them the first down, so they were able to waste the time. But it's like. It, it took oh, away I, an opportunity, right, it, for them that, to. That's to, a better way to word yeah, that. It took yeah. away an opportunity to me. And then the other question, I, I mean, like, I, I just don't get that. I, I mean, I, I just, I did, I like consistency. If you're gonna call one way early on, just keep it that way. I, I think people would have been less annoyed with it if they would have called the first holding too. Yeah, then, but then again, that that's where it comes back to like, did they did they see it and not call it, or did they just not? You know, what I'm seeing saying yeah. like then that fact has to factor in too. where on it was basically on that side of the field. It was the the corner and receiver. So like that's the only person that the ref had to pay attention to. So it kind of like yeah. I can isolate this versus the other one where it was I think there was at least two people on that side. So and it was like relatively in the middle of the field. Too, right. Correct. So, so I, I guess that that would be my only question is did they allow it before or they just didn't notice it before? You know what I'm saying? So like, I guess that would be, yeah. um, also, I don't know when they switch ends Do you, the, the officials stay on their, I don't know. Anyway, well, I, don't I, I don't know enough about officials yeah, and their yeah. position, but I don't care about their positions that much, to be honest. Yeah. I yeah, just want to get calls correct. Yeah. But <laughs> for the most part, can we, can, can we be fair to the officiating though? Like for the most part, that entire game, it was pretty good. Like, yeah. Right. Like it was it was good officiating. It didn't seem like they were taking over the game. They did a pretty good job, I, I felt like. So I don't like this one call, which they got right. We're going to complain about. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. And all those catches that, you know, like they, they I thought they, I, honestly, I, even though I said I don't know what is a catch anymore. Nobody I thought does. They got every one of those right. Yeah. The only one yeah. that might have been close that I felt like was the closest to an argument was the fumble. The, the one that I think should have been a fumble return for a touchdown again. But, yeah, but you can see both sides, right? So, yeah, but, <laughs> I, I, yeah. to say, I, I get why they called it that way because I'm just like, the only thing is like he faced up. He just didn't run because he got leveled. So. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Okay, let's move on then. Legacy, uh, Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid. I'll let you take it from here. What do you think? Like, how does this affect their legacy? Because well, that's going to be Andy, another huge talking point. Uh, Andy Reid, I mean, he's going to be a Hall of Fame coach anyways. I mean, he's not the greatest coach of all time. No, but right now, but I mean, you know, he, he at least can sniff it a little bit now. I mean, uh, like he, he, you can't say he doesn't create championship teams. He's been like they won multiple rings. He's the Chiefs are look like a dynasty, but I mean, you get a little concerned if he retires, but that's about it. Yeah. So on on that question for you, top three head coach of our era. So me and your era. So from what what two thousand to now, would you say he's a top three coach? Yeah, I would say. I mean, uh, he would be borderline at the very least because what you say, Belichick is number one. Yeah. No matter how much you dislike him, Tomlin number two. I would I would actually put Reed ahead of Tomlin. Okay. Okay. 
But I could I, see Tomlin I being Tomlin ahead of Reed right now. Okay. Um, just because I think Tomlin has done so much with the same team the whole entire time. Yeah, like that's that's my opinion with Tomlin, and then, but then I, I think you put Reed right there. I don't mm-hmm. know who else you'd put ahead of Reed. Like, there's not a single coach that I would say has his resume or his uh, uh, whatnot out there. How many? Um, how many championship games has he been in? Because he's been in five with the Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes. And he was with the couple at least, I think, like three with the Eagles, wasn't it? Right. Yeah. He's he was in 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 the Super Bowl once with the Eagles when when they had Terrell Owens, and they lost yeah. that one. And then now with the the Chiefs, um, five straight, three Super Bowl appearances and two Super Bowl wins. So yeah, I, crazy. I just, Tomlin just did really well in the. I just I just like what Tomlin does all the time, so I, I like him as a coach. Well, I what like he, Andy Reid, by the way, too. The only yeah. coach I named of the top three that I'm not a giant fan of, and not him. Per, he just play. He he treat, treats football very much like a business. Yeah. But Reed and Tomlin are players' coaches, and they're two of the best coaches out there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I agree. I agree. They're top three. He's a top three. Okay. Uh, Patrick Mahomes. Next chance to be the goat. That's about it. I mean, yeah. uh, what else could you want as a quarterback? Uh, Top ten quarterback already. Um, got to play a little longer, but he's getting very close. I mean, uh, would he, this is the sad part because of the modern era with the stats being inflated. Um, it's like he's he's not better than Montana. He's not better than Brady. Um, I'd probably put him better than Rodgers right now myself. Um, he just throws the ball better than those two guys, though, right? Like he throws yeah, the I ball better he... than Brady and Montana. Him and Rogers throwing uh, ball, throwing the ball ability. <laughs> I don't know what you want to call that. Yeah. Passing the ability are uh, yeah. on the same level, but he just has more success now than Rogers ever. Yeah, I would say too. Like, what's so hard about this is like to me, I I do not like the organization of the Packers, the Packers organization at all. I don't think they've done Aaron Rodgers very much help at all justice for for uh, where Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, Joe Montana, uh, they got Don Shula, Andy Reid, and Bill Belichick as their head coaches. <laughs> like, and Aaron Rodgers has Mike McCarthy and Matt Lafleur. I'm just throwing that out there. I'm just gonna say. Like uh, when you think of like coaching um, quarterback duels, like, you know, top, top five for Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. So, yeah. Uh, and that's, and you know, like what, what, what do you, what, I, I, it's hard to say that if uh, without putting up more stats, but like, you know, if you base his career on what he is, he's going to be in the argument for greatest quarterback of all mm-hmm. time. I oh yeah. Like. Yeah. The issue is like if you told me if he retired today, would he be in that conversation? The answer would have to be he needs to he need to he still needs to play more. He's only twenty six years of age. He's not <laughs> like like but, Yeah, so like, the the condensed... if he got injured for his life, then maybe he gets in the Hall of Fame because of what he could have been, but like yeah. You still need to put up more stats, bud. <laughs> yeah, I think like a five-year period, you could be like, man, yeah, he's he's probably the best quarterback I've ever seen in a five-year period. Yeah. Uh but but yeah, you're right. He's he's got more to go. Yeah, but I, I agree. That's the issue, and the, see that the thing that to me, like like I said, it puts him in the conversation to become the greatest quarterback of all time. And at his age, what else could you possibly want? Yep. Like like. I wonder if he'll retire because he'll be bored and go try a different sport and come back. He'll be he'll be a baseball player. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I won enough in the Super Bowl, but no. But you get what I, like it's like yep. what do you like? 
he's been in since he started he's pretty much been in the championship game or the super bowl every year like yep. and he's won two now um and he's been super bowl mvp i think of both of them too right i mean yep. like and it's earned not like he's not playing well how many um, mvps does he have two or three two two because he yeah. won this year yep so the second one yeah and uh, i think rogers won the year they thought he was going to win his third one the last two years rogers won yeah yeah so but like that's the thing is that his career he's only been in the league five years i know like so it's like yeah i mean he's already he, he's definitely is honestly like if all said and done and he isn't the goat it's almost disappointment <laughs> yeah i mean that's like pretty good yeah he doesn't even have to play as long as brady did but if he can just rack up the stats and continue the success as a team and i, I yeah i can see that yeah do you, do you think kelsey became the best tight end of all time <sighs> i think tight ends need to be classified separately well also receiving versus like all around tight end because like gronk to me is a way better blocker then oh. Kelsey, he's also a little underrated as far as his receiving because he was so big. But I still think Gronk is, but I think Kelsey's right there. But I think he's just a better receiver than Gronk, if that makes sense. I just think that yeah. we almost have to separate the tight end category because if you want a tight end that does everything, you want Gronk. But if you want guys who can like get open, you, you, you probably want Kelsey right now. That's how I would classify it. Yeah. How weird is it really quick? I just, I just want to get your opinion that Tyreek Hill leaves the Chiefs and they're a better offense, mm -hmm. but Tyreek Hill has the best season of his career too. Ain't that like yeah. one of the weirdest things that you've ever seen in the NFL? That's a great point. Uh, yes. Uh, but I also predicted that if, if you don't believe me, if you're first time listening to this podcast, go back and listen to our season preview. That was one of my takes. I was like, the Chiefs offense is going to be fine. They won't be, they'll miss the explosive plays from Tyreek, but I felt like they could be more explosive because teams wouldn't be planning on the explosive plays as much because Tyreek ain't back there. So interesting, they were like, the, this team had more 20, um, yard, uh, 20 or more yards plays this year than they did last year. And they had Tyreek last year. So I'm just saying... I'm not, this is like a pat on my back. Like I totally called it. I just, you know, well, it's just because nobody's looking for it now. Like when, when you go on defense and you're like, oh man, we got to, we can't allow the big play by Tyreek. You, you take away the explosive plays. But then when you're like, oh, they don't have Tyreek. It's like now that opens up a little bit for you. So, yeah. Um, so anything else? Want to talk about the Eagles yet? Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Let's do that. Where did the Eagles go from here? Well, I mean, uh, I think they stay the course. I mean, yep. like, like you lost to the Chiefs in the Super Bowl by three points, mm -hmm. and you had, and the only thing that really went wrong with your team is a bad special team play and a quarterback accidentally dropping the ball for a touchdown for the defense, and then you might have been Super Bowl champions if those two mistakes didn't happen. Yep. Um. So, like. As a as an Eagle fan, I mean, I don't feel like you need to add much to that team. Um, Jalen Hurst is going to get better because they he's young, and you love their receiving core. So I mean, 
you add a couple pieces. If Kelsey retires, you're gonna have to find a new um offensive lineman to lead your offensive line. That will hurt you. But like overall, you gotta be happy where you're at because you're in the Super Bowl and barely lost. So yeah. I think stay the course. course. Yeah, yep, exactly. Yep. We said it almost at the same time. Okay, yep. So so we stay the course. I agree with you a hundred percent. Maybe one 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 position I'm just like, maybe. I like Miles Sanders, but maybe if they could just get like a bruiser for a running back and wear down defenses a little bit more, like that might be it. Like if they could get Josh Jacobs, for instance, uh, you know, like, yeah, I would be like, yeah, that'd be kind of good. You pair him and Miles Sanders next to each other. You, you, You got your bruiser and you got your more elusive back. That'd probably be a good uh uh addition. But most like even if they can't get that, if they just like, hey, let's just bring this exact team into next year, I think they'll be fine. I just, yeah. and they got the experience now of playing in that. They they know they can do it. They know they can hang. So they just proved to win two big games in a row. I mean, they beat the Niners. Yeah. They, yeah. The Niners were playing with a fifth string QB eventually, but mm-hmm. like good old I mean, Josh Johnson. <laughs> yeah. Josh Johnson went in there. I, I remember when Tampa drafted him. I remember that too. Yep. <laughs> so, um, uh, but the, and I get the Giants were overachieving, but they and they beat them. But like they versed the Chiefs and they they hung in there with the Chiefs and outside of two plays they played a pretty flawless game. So like, um, yeah, you could always. I mean, obviously add more talent, but you need you do need to pay Jalen Hurts. You're gonna have to give him a contract instruction. Yeah, is that is that this year or next year? I think it's next year, right? I think it's next year, so you might want to go all in this year. But the issue is, is like, you, you the issue when you go all in is you get in a situation like I can name a couple teams where they're negative whatever million dollars in the cap because of all the dead money hitting them and they're getting nothing for it. Yeah. So, but the Eagles' window is now. I mean, they have a chance again to be a repeat. I don't see any reason why they couldn't repeat. Uh, uh, they don't. They're not in the world's toughest division. They played well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. And then real quick, Chiefs, anything you think they should do moving into the offseason? Um, get another explosive weapon to complement um, the Kelsey. I, I, I don't dislike the receivers, but they could always use that. Maybe um, a good corner could help. Um, see, I honestly, what's sad is I think the Chiefs could use more pieces than the Eagles. Yeah, isn't that true? Yeah, but th- as long as you have Mahomes, you know, keep him healthy. That's that's what you need to do every single year is keep that guy healthy and um, keep that offensive line intact. That was a great offensive line. Yeah, yeah. and if Andy Reid retires, then maybe give Ben Benamy the job because yeah. I don't know what else to do because um, that would be the only concern to you, the chief organization. I feel like if Andy Reid decides to retire, I mean, then you have to find a head coach, and that's not going to be easy to replace Andy Reid. Would uh, Sean McVay like quit the Rams and go to the Chiefs at that point? Be like, oh man, I would rather. Or uh, or uh, who's that one that was quit, the right, quit their team yeah. and go to the Chiefs? It was been real Payton. guys, but I heard this Chiefs job open up. I'm gonna throw my hat in the ring. Um, I agree. Uh, I would like to see them to get a weapon on the outside, uh, a real weapon. Like I know, maybe the same realistic, but like a DeAndre Hopkins. I know he's kind of like uh, in the trade mail right now. Huh? Keenan Allen. Yeah, there you go. That would be another good one. Yeah, just just another weapon for Mahomes. If they and then like you said, on defense, continue to go young. Yep. So that's that's what I think the Chiefs should do. Uh, okay, man. Anything else? No. 
Unless okay. Sad that football season's over, but it's I, done. As always, it'll be fun to do the off season. So yeah, yeah, we might have to. We'll talk about it off air. But I was thinking of doing like grades for team seasons and stuff, and and obviously with basketball now ramping up, uh, we got uh, basketball to talk about. I know that uh, if you guys are listening now, we talked about the trade deadline. Uh, all the trades and stuff. If you're interested in listening to that podcast, check out the podcast feed. Okay, man. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Oh, yeah. Okay. And for everyone else, thanks for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed. If you haven't yet, follow me on Instagram at Nutty Buddy Sports. I show oftentimes when I drop podcasts. So uh, that's when you can keep up with uh, me and uh, others uh, talking about basketball or football. Also uh, follow our YouTube channel where I'll do uh, clips for um youtube uh about the sporting world especially breaking news uh thanks a lot for listening hope you all enjoyed we'll talk to you guys soon